0: welcome to the ceo of destiny podcast where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace And now your host andre j benjamin
1: what do you think are some ways that people who are developers so the developers that are watching this show right now that are saying, man, what could I do to gamify or to incentivize almost that um, combination or hybrid of you spent time in here, but we also incentivize you to go get into the real world and go get outside, get fresh air, go connect with
0: the people. Yeah. It's funny because uh, my team has been reading this book called Hooked. Uh, It's called Hooked, How to Build Habit Forming Products. It's a great
1: book. Yeah,
0: it's a great book. And... uh, he, he, it's funny because he makes a great point in that. Like I, until like, I was actually, he didn't say, say this in the book. He actually said this in one of his lectures that you watch on YouTube. Um, Cause I was, I remember reading this book and people on my team saying, how do we put like guard girls to make sure people don't become crazy addicted to immersed. And for me, it's like, I'll be real. We don't have the user usage to justify any of this. Like we're barely surviving as a company. So I think pretty sure that's the last thing on my mind right now. Yeah. Like, and, and, and honestly, like, the, unless you're a TikTok or a Facebook or like an Instagram or uh, whatever, you, you are almost nowhere near that. Like the problem is that is not that people are addicted to your app. The problem is no one uses your app. And so like, my point is until, and, and, and that's what uh, Nuri says in his actual lecture, he says, because you know, people in the audience are asking the question, well, this seems like such a powerful tool. Like how do we prevent people from using it for evil? And he's like, to be real, none of y'all can like most of you, 99% chance. You're not even going to figure out how to get the night build the next TikTok. Like the chances are so slim. So first off, I'm just trying to get you to get an app that people care about to start with. So, but uh, but once you become a Google or a Facebook or whatever, that's when you guys start thinking about digital well being. How do you get people back into the real world? So, um, the, the suggestions on our team where people say, "Oh, what if someone's using the app for four hours straight?" And like, we don't want people to be addicted to our app. And I'm like, to be real, out of like probably two thousand users, maybe one of them do that, where they're like use it or not for our but like six or eight hours straight. Right? I remember one time I saw. Uh, a user data point that showed that they had immersed on for 11 hours straight. I was like, okay, that's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the crap was wrong with this person? Um, but what I realized is that was like one data point out of like a hundred thousand. So I was like, all right, well, pretty sure the vast majority of users are using this for you know one to two hours, and that's actually their way of being able to stay focused. So I wouldn't argue that we you know at 45 minutes we should have gotten them out of the app. If people feel most productive with an hour, two hours, like for me personally. Um, back when I used to do some of my greatest work before I started immersed, I would legit be in front of my computer for four hours straight because I wouldn't be able to get to that mode of deep work or that level of thinking or that level of comprehension. It's, it's almost like sleep where if you, if I only get like an hour of sleep, like I'm not getting much, much good sleep at all. But once I'm like an hour and a half, two hours, if you hit that first REM cycle, you're starting to get into some really deep sleep and you, and, and until you hit, and, and people say, obviously you need like eight hours of sleep to have a really good night's sleep. But if I'm constantly getting poked every 45 minutes because it's like I'm sleeping too much, it's like that's not gonna. <laughs> that's not where I need. Likewise with my work. Like my work, I compare it to my sleep as far as um, some of the comp- some of the um, things that we're building are so complex. Some of the, the calc driven uh, uh, technologies that we're building, like calculus driven um, technologies we're building, or like some of the neural network stuff, we're like it's so it's so complex where if you don't have two to four hours just to focus. You're not, you're not even going to get any, like anywhere near um, close to solving whatever problem you're trying to solve. So for me, it's like, I'm totally fine users using this thing for four hours straight if they need to, because yes, it sucks that the form factor isn't what it needs to be once it's glasses someday, but plenty of people like physicists in the real world, they need to be in front of their computer screen for four hours straight just to get to that level of comprehension because they're working into deeper, deeper, deep work. Um, and so anyways, I'll just say, most people don't really have to worry about addiction uh, like as a result of the creation of their app. Because most people aren't TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, I would say, though, at the same time, once you get to that point, if your app is that, which the chances of someone listening to this thing or whatever, like that, if if you're the next Elon Musk, if you're the next Mark Zuckerberg, whatever, um, those are going to be things that do become important. And I also don't even think we have to remind them that. The reason why I say that is because just like TikTok, as soon as they realized people were deleting the app, TikTok started going down. It, it, it's as I'm saying. It's it's our world. Like I really believe God has created a world in which people are incentivized to not just self destruct because then you will cease to exist and He will have His way in the end, regardless. Like He's not humankind is not going to just like self destruct. God has a bigger plan than that. And so the world, this incentive is like whether it believes it or not, is somewhat incentivized to head in a direction that is glorifying to God. Um, because when it comes to things like TikTok, you're scrolling for eight hours straight. If people start deleting your app, well then TikTok isn't successful. And so Renji see. didn't have to remind, yeah, I didn't have to remind the TikTok people to do that. They realized on their own in the user data that people are already like, crap, this is bad for me. We're deleting this. And then they self-regulated. So.
1: so here's here's a question for you. What are you most excited about right now that you guys are working on? And then also, what was the point in, as you were developing the company and you see your team putting stuff together, that you're like, man, this is fire. I love this as just a consumer, so, I, you know, I got to guard, like you said, maybe I got to guard myself because I want to be in here for, you know, 15 hours straight. But, you know, I do have a wife and because you're married, correct? How many years? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, six and a half years.
1: All right. Cool. Awesome. So congrats. So nice, man. what are you most excited about with the company and what? Can yeah.
0: You- um yeah, the, uh, the thing I'm most excited about right now that we're building is uh, we're building a way for users to um, remind themselves to get back in the next day. Meaning like a lot of our users who are successful are those who have an intrinsic um, discipline, like really just the A-type personalities are the ones that uh, use our app the most. And we're like, all right, well, what about people who are not naturally very disciplined, right? Like those who don't remind themselves to turn on their headset, connect their screens. Like we truly believe that users are actually way more productive in immersed app than without it. And what I mean by that is when you use the immersed app, it connects your headset to your laptop. It creates five screens and you're in a distraction free workspace and you could just get to work for four hours of uninterrupted time. And you can enter this mode of deep work more frequently and for longer periods of time. And so really a lot of users who use our app for four hours straight, get more work done than people who spend eight hours just with a normal setup. Because people who just spend eight hours with a normal setup, they have their phone, they're on TikTok a little bit. Then, you know, their the neighbor comes by and say, hi, what up? And like, the, they're not really focusing on their work at all. If you can get like four hours of concentrated time, then you're actually getting way more work done. So uh, what we're trying, trying to do is build a mechanism for the non-type uh, A personalities for them to be able to get back into the app and be reminded every day at 9am, turn on the headset, get in the app, get four hours worth of work done or two hours or whatever it is, get something done and then go do whatever the heck you want. So it's just taking people one step further into better productivity. And so uh, I'm really excited for us to, to build sort of a, essentially it's a hooked mechanism to get them back into the app at least once a day. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying for eight hours straight. Like I'm sure no. we're gonna want, we're, yeah, I'm sure we're gonna wanna go from our average user uh, session time. I think per day, it's like an hour and a half. I'm sure we wanna go from one and a half hours to two hours or three hours, just because if people can be more productive for three hours straight, it's better than the crappy eight hours that they barely even do, right? So it's just, I feel like our world's gonna be more productive uh, if we do things like that. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Great. Uh, last question I'll ask you before I ask you where people can find you um, is, you know, I've I've heard uh, a older, wiser person say that they're learning to do far less in a much more efficient manner, or something. They're a few things very well is what they're learning to do. What are those few things that you say that you do very well? As a thirty, um, it's not like you're seven. I'm asking you this. Yeah. You have a greater grasp on it, but.
0: Um, something I want to get better at or something that I am good at?
1: Something that you are good at currently that you do very well, that you would say it would resonate with both. Your wife would say, you know, you're good at, and then almost your mom would say, (laughs) that's all. (laughs)
0: That has to be consistent with people. right? Um, (laughs) I'm the best dunker in the world. Um, Let me think. Uh, So the thing that they would say I'm probably best at is, I mean, I think that my team would also resonate with this. So like my mom and, you know, my, so my family and my friends, and my wife, I think they would all agree that um, something, a common theme that multiple of them have brought up is oftentimes the role that I'm in requires me to have a grasp on a lot of different things in sync with each other. Um, meaning our app has an iPhone app, an Android app to get your phones in VR. It has a Mac uh, windows and Linux app to get your computers, your different types of computers in VR. Um, it has social collaboration. It has a metaverse economy aspect, which is a massive can of worms in regards to digital ownership, digital currency, virtual real estate, all of that. Um, we have some computer vision, hand tracking stuff. We have our backend API. Um, so, so my point is I can keep listening to what goes on and on. Um, we have so many different moving pieces and, if we, if Immersed eventually wants to do more than just allow people to work in VR, but for them to be able to build businesses in our metaverse and employ people in the metaverse and transact goods and services in this metaverse. Like, yes, the core root of that is for people to be productive in VR to start with. But then from there, how do they do, you know, build off of that platform and do a lot more. In order to pull that off, so many of these different moving pieces are necessary to make this perfectly uh, be woven together and be successful. And that is a massive moat for us if we pull that off. But um, I think that, uh, the thing that they would all affirm is that I I'm pretty good at being able to make sure that all those different efforts are aligned and going in the same direction. And, um, because I truly believe that, uh, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts individually. Right. So, um, if we're able to get all these things together, it's going to be increasingly hard for some competitor or someone else to try to build their version of that, um, without having all of the synergistic, um, competitive advantage that we currently have right now.
1: So you're, so you're almost like a, a great integrator to ha- make these teams work or all these yeah. teams work collaboratively and interdependently.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I guess now you, you bring to mind when you, when you say it that way, you bring to mind, like, um, I remember I was watching like one, like this one of the Steve Jobs movies and he talks about how um, he's not part of the orchestra. He's, he's the composer. That's like playing the orchestra. He's like, you guys play the instruments, but I'm playing the orchestra. So, so you have all these different pieces that have to come together to create this extremely beautiful, Um, composed piece, but he's the one having to do this. Um, I I forget about that a lot of the time, but as I kind of put the two side by side, it does remind me of that a lot.
1: Perfect. Favorite verse, favorite Bible verse.
0: Favorite chapter is Romans 8, but uh, let me see, favorite
1: verse. Or if you don't have a verse off top, person that you relate most to, and you can't say the cheat code and say Jesus because that's... (laughs) It's always the I, Bible study.
0: Yeah, I know. No, I, I don't know if I relate to Jesus as much as I, I wish I, would, I did. Um, I would say probably there are aspects of Paul as far as him being a person who breaks into new areas, uh, new people groups, that sort of thing. I feel like that I'm breaking into new industries and building new relationships in unique ways. Um, but then there's a lot of that I resonate with Peter because of um, the fact that I, I, I always want to please my master. But like I know that I fall short all the time if that makes sense, right? Like, Peter was the guy who, um, when Jesus told him to let his net out of the boat in the uh, very beginning of the relationship, he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And, like, he didn't believe that Jesus would do anything, and then little thing would be, like, over what, like, like, overfilling with fish. Um, And he's the same guy who cut off the uh, centurion's ear. He's the same guy who um, after, uh, or when Jesus was being crucified, or, like, when when he was uh, chained up and being whipped, Peter was just like, I don't know who that is. He denied him three times. He's the same dude who um after Jesus was resurrected and like was on the shore and Peter was in the boat with this fisherman, he, like jumped out of the boat and swam to shore wow. to embrace Jesus. And he's the same guy who, when Jesus was resurrected and he had to build the early church, he's the same guy who whose shadow people would be healed by, and the same guy who would preach to thousands of people and thousands would come to the faith. Wow. So all I have to say, like what I resonate with Peter a lot on is um, though I know I'm a very um sinful, wretched, um vessel meaning i in in in, in and of my own strength i can't do any of this stuff i'm not worthy to do any of this stuff um but i'm thankful that after like fight tears i'm saying this um i'm thankful that i belong to god if that makes sense meaning like dude i don't forget my status i don't give crap about that dude like because i have jesus that's the only thing that can ever fulfill me like i have that and whatever he wants to do with me i'm i'm all for it um And so I'm grateful that I get to be a mouthpiece and I get to, you know, have have talks like the one that I met you at and um, things like that. But I think, I mean, God and I both know who I am and uh, there's no, there's no getting around that. There's no lying about who I like. I'm no perfect person. Me and God both know that. Um, And so because of that, like, I just, I cling to him as he leads me along and whatever he wants to do with me, I'll let, you know, I'm down for whatever because what what else am I going to do? Like I think another place I resonate is when Jesus fed the five thousand and they all had their bellies full and they left, and uh, because he was saying insane things in John six, like you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood, blah blah. And Jesus yeah, looking at his real. disciples, like, yeah, yeah. And Jesus looking at his disciples, he's like, are y'all going to eat too? And he's and Peter was like, dude, where else are we going to go? Like you're the ones with the eternal life. What am I going to do? Like if I decide to live a life apart from God. What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? Just like, like live my life and indulge in everything, and then die, and then like be in the ground, or worse, go to hell. Yeah. Like, what almost? What else am I gonna do, dude? Like, I'm, I'm gonna be gods. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't own myself, and there's no point in me trying to own myself. It's a legit waste of time. So. That's Sorry. well
1: stated. Where do
0: people- <laughs> I'll, I'll stop. I'll step off my soapbox. <laughs> no,
1: it's real talk. It's well stated. Yeah. Where do people find you? And then also out of a, a curiosity question I had at the back of my head that just popped up was when you hit that, um, you know, bre- record breaking crowdfunding, did you, what was the first thing you did when you saw that? Were you like crying or were you like, <laughs> man, I expected this. We did it. We knew it. We weren't powerful. You know what I mean? What was no, the- we
0: we definitely, we definitely didn't expect it. I thought we were going to be somewhere between maybe 300 to 500 K. Um, the first one when it hit 2 million, I was, I was, I was blown away. And for sure I was in, I was, I was in tears. Like I, I was just thinking about how, like one of the other guys, um, uh, who, one, one of the guys in our church, he actually cuts my hair and, and while he's cutting my hair, he was just like, it was like a couple of days later, He's like, dude, is, isn't it like kind of crazy that these many people trust you to that extent? Meaning like the average check size was like maybe 1300 or $1,500. And so having, you know, hundreds of people give you that average size check, uh, just not VCs, not angels, not high net worth people, just random people, um, who, who you've met, like, knowing that like you go, you walk, it's almost like a you walk in and say, Hey, would you give me $1,500? And then you go to each one and just collect it. It's like such a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told them, I was like, dude, it blew me away. Cause I had no idea that people um, believed in me that much. Like I knew that people were watching our stuff and they thought, Oh, interesting. That's, 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 that's interesting. That's interesting. It's cool. Um, but I didn't know that they would like trust in that, like trust in my execution and trust that I wouldn't just take the money and run. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like go to Hawaii or something. Right. Um, and then when it came to the $8 million round, same thing, just an increase. Uh, level of that feeling. And so uh, it also gives me a massive desire to win, to have a win for them, right? Like I want to turn that $1,500 into $150,000 if I can. Um, And I want to be able to show them, Hey, like not only did I take the money, but I, I I invested it and returned it, you know, a hundredfold if possible. So.
1: Well, the ROI, the stewardship is massive to you. And that's why people have most, a lot of buy-in into your leadership is because they see that, you Know, I I believe that he's gonna do, he's gonna work the best to steward this very well. It's, a, it's an yeah. honor to see that. Where can people find you at? And any last words because you gave us some wisdom, you dropped a lot of jewels in this interview, even by Thank opening you. up a little bit the curtain on your order. Yeah. Oh, wait, what's one value that your parents gave you that you really appreciate? Because I know you talked about they, they brought you here. Yeah. What, what's one of the values that you still carry with
0: uh, you? Uh, I'm not owed anything. It's hard work. You you either work hard or you don't eat and you die. So it's like oh. you're like like a lack of entitlement. It's it's you work like if you don't work, you don't eat. It's simple as that. Welcome to reality.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Where do they find you? Yeah.
0: Uh Renji.bejoy on most of, or Renji Bajoy on some other one. Like yeah, just Google Renji Bajoy, you'll find them. Uh Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. Always down to connect.
1: And your companies. Talk about it. So I mean say it allows to find it and how they can jump on be like yeah. Tell us Tell us to buy, tell us to consume. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's immersed. Uh, if you if you buy a Quest headset um, or any of the new VR headsets, it will be one of the top non-gaming apps on that story. So you just type in immersed and it pops up. So
1: love it, man. Renji Bajoy, thank you for your time. And Amen. thank you for being that warrior that is joyful and that is going forward and is that more is more about the bottom line of serving the master than about, you know, I guess glorifying self. And it, it, it shines. And I know, as you say, yes, you know, all your inner workings, but the greater thing is that the he though there's been a nature that's been crucified and that you're raised with him and he's starting, he's continuing to shine forth the more you continue to yield. So very encouraged yeah. by that. Thank you for giving your time and giving of your talent. And we will speak again. Shalom. Yeah, thanks
0: so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to CEOofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.